Welcome. This is uh, something new for us. This is our thoughts on our podcast. So we are talking about Jamie Wheel's podcast, Finding Flow. So that's episode 35. And it's the start for us of something new and a new way of doing things. Um, We had this trip to America where we we're on the hunt for the flow state and Jamie Wheel, who's the founder of the Flow Genome Project, as some of you will already know, he was the last podcast in that two-week trip. And there were so many interconnected thoughts and ideas from all of the people that we saw on that trip and who we've seen previously that we felt we weren't necessarily doing justice to to the podcast, to the conversations and finding routes through so we created these spider diagrams which you can see on the jamie wheel podcast page on our website so if you go to wemove.world and podcast the jamie wheel one there'll be a, a spider diagram there of the key topics that he raises and all the offshoots and then how we see them connecting so that's that's how we're going to put out ideas and purpose of these little podcasts really just to give our thoughts and maybe thoughts to give you thoughts on the flow state and where it's all going so we came up with four main topics from the podcast obviously started off with flow states but it led to this idea of rites of passage and how rites of passages have been forgotten or neglected or abused or um, cheapened And that led on to this idea of the ego and how these incredible states that we can get ourselves into in a positive state often lead to a battle of the ego and actually where we should be is not often where we end up. And then quite a a fun part that I found was how Jamie Wheel talked about the ideas of death and rebirth and how we need to die as often as you can. Um, so they were the four main topics, and then it spins off from there. We're just going to pick a few things that were interesting to us. Yeah, I mean, I thought what was uh, interesting about this podcast was we were in America for two weeks. Um, we were collating content for issue three. Issue three was going to be on flow. Mm. Jamie was kind of the jewel in the crown with respect to going to do a bunch of podcasts and collate content for that obviously having written stealing fire um and uh jamie's um co-author on that book stephen kotler writing rise of the superman which is also about the flow states and so we kind of as it so happened jamie was the last one of the two-week mm. trip literally the day or two before we flew out and i think we all we both went there having read stealing fire um having our own understanding of flow states our own experiences of flow states and then having read stealing fire and that bring up um some thoughts um that were maybe well it was an interesting experience reading stealing stealing fire for me because i would read a chapter and i'd have these thoughts i'm like yeah but why is he not talked about this and then you get to the next chapter and that's what you'd be talking about and for me really that was about uh the um the opposite experience of not the opposite experience but flow being turned this amazingly positive 
um, state that everyone wants to get into from tech and tech entrepreneurs to extreme sports people but maybe it's my mind but i kept seeing like the negative side of things like but what about this but what about this and um and so going to see jamie i guess we kind of had a bit of a loaded mind as to how the conversation would go and then getting there and and actually having the conversation and coming away i remember getting in the car and saying to you like that was so strange like i'm not sure what we got but jamie's mind is also so quick with his connections Hmm. that it you know, coming away and listening to the podcast probably throughout the 10th or 11th time now recently, just seeing all these amazing connections that he was talking about, but maybe not quite getting that in the moment for me anyway. Yeah, I, I felt we were expecting almost to have the high of a flow state after s- yeah, speaking yeah, to him. Yeah, And it was probably a lot deeper than we thought, although I th- felt it was going to be an interesting podcast when the first thing he said was, <laughs> I'm kind of, you know, ask me some decent questions because I'm bored of talking about flow states because it's kind of gone way beyond that. And it felt like, like, oh, something could, well, I think something could be there. I think what, what was also amazing was there was so many connections with different areas that we've both experienced and both been interested in and working at over the past couple of years that we weren't expecting. Mm. You know, so balancing the masculine and the feminine. Uh, psychedelics the magic of the ordinary vis- uh, visual acuity um, burnouts you know extraordinary experiences death and rebirth uh, all these areas that i wasn't necessarily thinking that were connecting into flow state yeah but of course there's kind of thinking of flow in isolation and um and it doesn't really exist in isolation at all no it doesn't along with that when we started we always had this strap line of we move to feel alive and always felt there was another reason of why we're doing what we're doing. Why do people go to yoga? Why are people going to <laughs> I'm laughing because I think I know what you're about to say. <laughs> oh. We move to die. <laughs> well, we move to die. But, but I felt that he was starting to answer the question that we'd often come back to. It's like, yeah, but why, why do, can't you do all this? Mm. And, and he also said, uh, join the podcast in response to you... I think you said like almost why do it? And he said for lots of people, they can take that on as, you know, apathy is great. Yes. And you, you know, Oh, just give up and don't do anything. Yeah. So what I said, I remember using the word negative because that's what he highlighted, but it was something to the tune of, well, you know, you just got to focus on the everyday. Yeah. And, you know, forget about all these highs and just get on with like sort of focus on the everyday. I guess the way I I turned it was quite blase and he picked up on it. And that's why he was saying, well, yes, I understand what you're saying, but the way that you're saying it makes it sound very apathetic. Yeah. Although I feel that that's the way that it's an easy way out for people. Mm, Because actually when we picked up on him talking about Anthropos and this idea of the fully formed human, you kind of, one is always uh, working towards that. But you have to actually work towards it. You can't just be, well, I was born, I was born, therefore I'm a complete human. It's like, mm. yeah, I think there's it more comes, to it. Yeah, and I think it comes with like how you approach the activities that you do. You can wash your car or you can really wash your car. You know, you can live life or you can really live life. Yeah. And I mean that in the ordinary sense, you know, so... Well, so that I, doesn't mean you have to do radical things all the time. No, so, so you know, I said to Jamie, so what is it that, that you do? And he he said he quoted the Abe Lincoln uh, Abe Lincoln quote that said um, uh, 
I care not a whit for religion unless his dog is the better for it. And he said, for me, you know, the first, the second, the third, the tenth, the fiftieth, the hundredth thing is, you know, what am I? Do I love my wife and kids, or am I loving my wife and kids enough? And am I devoted to them? Mm. Now, there's having a wife and kids and living with wife and kids, and there's having a wife and kids and really loving them and giving them your full attention and that being your life. It's two. It's the same thing, but it's two radically different things. Yeah. And this is this is what what he was saying about so all the experiences he has because he does some yeah. fairly radical things he's mm-hmm. you know very into his action sports they're the parts that allow him to really embrace what feels like the most ordinary easy thing having a relationship having a family yes but he has that counterbalance so he can go and experience all these highs yeah and the lows out there and come back and have his yeah ordinary highs yeah which is wow we've got an amazing family and they reminds me of, you know it reminds me of jules fairmean in issue one with a micro adventure the tagline of that feature based around a conversation that i had with him at the top of the mountain was i go out to come back and it took him going out suffering frostbite, frostbite. losing <laughs> some of his toes to realize that you know actually he, he goes out to experience it to bring this back and ron calc there's a, a podcast came up in a few weeks ron calc the uh, I mean, legendary climber of Yosemite Valley, or one of them, um, talked in reference to, you know, why do these climbs unless you're coming back and sharing the experiences and sharing what you've learned of these climbs with other people? So in a way, it progresses them, but but in a way, it's like, you know, not everyone has to jump off the edge. Yeah, you don't have to. Well, we're all at different levels, aren't we? Yeah, precisely, yeah. And that's that's probably the... That was the part that I came back from America most in my... That was the most prominent idea in my head, that we seem to only celebrate these people that are at the the extremes of something. Yeah. So, obviously, the Alex Honnold Free Solo came out, Free Solo film came out, which is in a, you know is an amazing film, an incredible feat, having just stood at the base of that thing and yeah. seeing that but we can live equally incredible lives if we just go and live them. Yeah, and so to that point, Jamie quoted Osho. Mm. If you don't know Osho, go check him out. His philosophies and theories are pretty extraordinary. He said, Osho said, said, uh, extraordinary is not the point. The point is to become utterly ordinary and and to be utterly ordinary is the most extraordinary thing you can do. Yeah, I mean, that's really powerful. And he followed that up a a bit later on saying, you know, do the basics, music, mountains, marriage, mushrooms. And if you're not playing in those spaces, you're missing out. You're falling behind the evolutionary curve. Yeah. You know, m- mountains, you know, nature, marriage, love, mushrooms. He talked about that with reference to um, sacred uh, dietas or diets. Yeah. Um, and music as a way to get into those flow states. And they're all, you know, and actually music, you go back to ritual drumming, you know, within indigenous cultures. Yeah. They're kind of there, or they're all there to lose your mind, aren't they? To get out of your mind mm. and get back into being yourself. And I think now coming back, I always ask myself, kind of when we're training or when we're doing anything, it's like, why am I actually doing this? Yeah. And, yeah, and really some pertinent of the answers, question. Some of the some of because half the time you'll be like, why the hell am I doing? Yeah, it? yeah. Well, some of my responses have been pretty you know not 
not because it's all fun and amazing and I want to do this. It's like actually quite the opposite. But knowing I need to be in that yeah. space to yeah. to go through it. And we're not talking super hardcore workouts. It's like, you know, some days people don't even want to get out of bed. Yeah. But you kind of have to experience, you have to experience those things and not numb over them or sort of blow them out so much that you can't experience anything else. Right. And so I think that, that addresses a, re- a really important point that um and this was one of the points i had with regards to reading stealing fire and flow states which was you can't be in flow all the time yeah like you, like you just can't because then if you're if you're in flow all the time then you're completely distracted from everyday life which is again to go back to you know living the the most extraordinary thing is to li- live an utterly mm. ordinary life and um you know that means that you can't distract yourself all the time because there's always going to be some time that you're going to from all the all the the stuff that you've got going on that you don't want to face you know be that your fears or your relationships or your your career or you know your diet or your physical health it's you know flow's great Mm. but you can't use flow just to distract distract you from that all the time well that's something that's come up for us a few times Mm. with people who are who we've met and they're constantly in that it feels like they're actually not in flow. They're chasing, yes, getting into flow all the time. Yeah, which feel which on the outside looks like, oh my god, they're amazing. They're doing all of this stuff all the time. But just taking a step back, it's really exhausting. Yeah, and you're like, why? Why are you doing all of this stuff? Like, what have you got to prove? Yeah, what's really in there? Yeah, and it, and it feels often, and I've been this is kind of my experiences of it. You end up getting yourself into, you're almost in fight or flight Mm. chasing through willpower and just pushing sheer grind, sheer grind and just pushing. Yeah. And you, well, you either fall off the edge of a cliff or you become a not very nice person or the worst thing you become both. And you've no idea. You kind of feel so lost in that Mm. world because but you have to work super hard and grind to find this state. Yeah. Well, and then, sorry. And then the Jamie made a point about like the most fearless water men are just super mellow. Yeah. Like they, it's like they'll hang out at home. Obviously when there's a big wave, then they're out and they're, yeah, they're having that death and rebirth experience. Yeah. Which talks about Anthropos. So for those who don't know what Anthropos was, and it was certainly a new term to me, um, when we had that podcast, it's an ancient Greek philosophy of, of becoming a complete human. So not um, not developing one aspect of yourself at the expense of another. So let's say mind, body, and soul. You know, you're not just physically strong, but mentally you're all over the place or spiritually you're all over the place. Or you're not just a, you know, an incredible intellect and you're physically weaker you know it's about developing all three in sync with each other yeah. so you're ready you know it's really about developing so you're ready to ready to, to experience yeah the richness of life i guess yes yeah absolutely and, and i think we're seeing that also with more coaches mm-hmm. now like physical coaches they're yeah the ones that we're gravitating towards they they yeah. all have a philosophical side they all yeah. seem to be evolving there and some maybe you then play catch up or they're finding spiritual practices yeah and, and i think i think that's yeah it's looking at life on a deeper level isn't it on the surface 
um, you know, you're a coach. Let's say on a surface, that person's There's a coach. than reps and, that's, and sets. Yeah, and that's what they do to make their living. And that's great. That's what allows them to survive in the world, the Western world that we live in, for example, you know, making money, paying bills, etc. But actually, it's just the front to be able to do the work that they want to do. So the great example of that is, we talk about him all the time, is Logan. You know, he mm-hmm. owns Juice Gym. There's three of them. He certainly seems to be crushing the, the the gym entrepreneur world. But when you get to know him, the deep level of work he's doing for self-mastery, I would term it actually, getting into his fears, seeing what his patterns and his stories are. You know, the gym business just facilitates him or facilitates almost him being able to do all this deep work on himself as a mm. person. Um, and then, you, then you're looking at, it, uh, you're looking at life as life as opposed to life as a career like this is what I do yeah but like, what do you do it's like well it's a big it's a big long story because yeah. one aspect is that I have a gym the other is that I spend countless hours with a therapist or a development coach you know another is that I'm going into these fears and I'm doing these you know etc mm. etc et it's it, it's becoming that complete human yeah I wonder if you have to put yourself in those places to then come out and realize I think I feel like I've answered my own question. What you then have to work on, like you go into, you go and train, and you go and lift weights, and then it it, it exposes a weakness, and you're like, that's where I need to work, and I'm weak on this, and then it, it sort of they're the easy ones you can pick off, and you can feel good about the numbers, and then often people will shy away from like, you know, I don't need, you know, I don't do cardio. It's like, well, that that will be a real weakness if you ever got tested mm. but then we're going into a deeper thing with the mental health and the burnout and the results of just trying to push all the time and yeah. increase everything well then you have to experience that to go oh actually i need to work on this so that flow state well psychedelic experiences can bring to the surface a bunch of stuff yeah. that you don't actually want to know about yourself yeah yet you've been shown it so you have two options you either deal with it yeah or you suppress it and suppress it will lead to it, well it, that's the yeah. the tipping of the ego and you just yeah and, and jamie says that you know he says uh here's another quote we're pretty good at big ass blowout experiences what we're really crap at is the sabbath experiences um the micro experiences the once a week once mm. a month episodes and it's <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my own experiences going to the jungle in South America and having these ginormous experiences and coming back and it hasn't made a fucking difference to who I am. And it's like, okay, so what what was the point in, in going to, to have that experience where these visions were showing you these things and highlighting elements of your life, but you're still coming back and, you know, and, and, and not changing. If you're not changing as a result of these things, you have to question why you're doing these things. Mm. And then repeatedly going back in and doing them. Yeah. And this, you know, my person, this has become my personal problem with psychedelics. And it's actually really nice to hear Jamie talk about it where, you know, I, I know of people that are doing, you know, uh, ceremonies every week or every two weeks or, you know, consistently and constantly. And, and it's like ferociously. And it's like, why, why, why are you doing these? It's a tool. Like anything, like all the other things you just mentioned, meditation is a tool. Like, why are you doing these things? If, you know, if you, have that that psychedelic experience and that vision and it shows you this and you don't come back and change it then yeah. it should almost be like you are not like <laughs> psychedelics has a consciousness that says you are not allowed to come and do me again until you deal with this issue yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't dealt with it then you know i don't come out to play yeah. and and and, you know, and he talked about that with the gatekeepers 
of these things. And he talked about that with reference to the Burning Man community, which is not to single out Burning Man, but you know, people are just want to yeah. get high. <laughs> yeah. Which, which, because you know what? It's so Who can fun. blame them? It's, it's great yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Jamie does that. He says it's, um, this one. Oh, well, it's that everybody is looking to cut the corners and it'll, it'll clearly create more suffering. But then the one about, uh, it's mind bendingly, neck snappingly fun. Yeah. And it really is. Yeah. But then he also says, but it's Odysseus in the land of the lotus flowers where you're completely distracted and all of his men in that fable are completely distracted until Odysseus has like a, wait, like, what is it? You know, what is it I've come to do? And oh yeah, I've got to get home to my, ironically, or not ironically, of course not ironically, I've got to get home to my wife and kids. Yeah. To the ordinary life, to celebrate that life, to be in that life, to to live it to its fullest, to get to the end of it and be like, you know, like, yeah, I did good things. And that's what comes to into my head when you say that is like this fitness boom and this movement boom and people, you almost run to those things as a way of escaping the ordinary. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, well, why are you at the gym all the time? Yeah. You know, and, and why are you putting yourself through? And I had this conversation with, with Andy a couple of times this idea that everything you do should leave you more energized when you leave than when you started but people like to blow out yeah blow up and then consider that a great thing rather than leaving going i feel you know yeah you know it, yeah. Uh, consequently everything after that becomes better because you're in that mm. level run this punishment or punishment and hiding as opposed to celebration and yeah I have a great example for this. That's us. Like when we're away on these trips, I always catch myself thinking, oh, oh, fuck, there's only seven days left. Oh, there's only six days. You know, having such a good time doing it and being really like, I don't ever want this to end. (laughs) Like, you know, I just want to keep collating the information, doing these stories and features and whatever. And of course, you know, the the trip's going to end. Yeah. (laughs) The trip. And, you know, got to get back and and put all these different things that we found into, into into our lives and share it with other people. So, you know, if they want to... They can put it into their life. So that's yeah. That's the purpose. Well, when we came back, yeah, we didn't really speak. And normally we speak, yeah, most days, a few times a day, yeah, because um, we live in separate cities. But we didn't really. We it just felt like we we had two months, like deep or two downloading, weeks, deep downloading. <laughs> I could even work. Yeah, I, I couldn't even listen to the podcasts that that we recorded. It was just too much. It was like it was just it was like an upload. Yeah. You know, and like, it would have been easy to yeah. go in there and work yourself up, like yeah. must write yeah. this, must do all of this. Well, we're in sat in the middle of February, and the idea was to put these out at the beginning of January. Yeah, but it was still, you know, it's like the ticker on a computer, and it's downloading from WeTransfer. Yeah. It's like five minutes there, four minutes there, three. Yeah, and it's just continuing to download. Yeah, I've listened to you. Know, you you've probably listened to this podcast more than me, and I've listened to it about ten times. Yeah, yeah. you know. I think that when you get to that state and you're applying it to yeah. how you train and then how you work and what also these podcasts that we've done is what they mean for we move and what why we're here and what's the point of putting it out and the trips are one part but actually it's to bring this information to share it to more people to well know that 
if it's the same for us, which has been we've always met these people at the time that we've needed to mm-hmm. to give clarity on certain uh, certain things that we're going through, and as a resource to refer back to when we're going through something else, you're like, oh wow, that's the purpose of it, and it's never been just to be a sports and fitness platform. And I think I said that earlier. It's th- there's kind of more to it because sports and fitness is just a tool mm-hmm. for one part of the mind body spirit which is really the body yeah to raise its potential on what it can be and then that set us off on a and then you you know we're constantly feels like you have a high and then it comes crashing not crashing down but you're like oh wow no but maybe we're this and then yeah work through it but know that we're always going it's always moving forward mm. and um yeah to that that uh zach bush um phenomenal podcast rich roll and zach bush mm. from the beginning of january definitely listen to it uh, it's been so good it's probably one of the best podcasts oh. i've ever listened to maybe yeah. any seconded by this jamie will one that we've done yes <laughs> and thirded by next week's yeah. <laughs> yeah um and he so then falling down the rabbit hole of different podcasts that he's done and you know he talked about it depends on your views and you know, not here to kind of tell you what your views should be, but he talks about life being on purpose. You know, and like everything is in purpose, all that really tough stuff you're going through or that you've been through. It's like, there's a purpose, you know, he, he relates it to his own experience of experiences of working in the cancer ward for 15 years mm. and going, uh, having all the dogma, uh, scenarios or, or going through all this, the, the scenarios of the dogma type thinking. And this is how we do things around here. And that was ultimately what led him to his big breakthroughs within his own work. You know, I'm sure everyone can relate to that experience, whether it be with their own careers or relationships or what have you. Like, you know, he suggests, I would personally agree that everything is is on purpose. And, you know, that's the opportunity to work through it. Yeah. And then you don't need to chase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because everything that you're going to experience is there for a reason and it starts to sound kind of super mumbo mumbo jumbo but you know thank your body for what it can do when Mm. you're training you know be kind to your mind have good thoughts love really love and forgive everyone around you yeah or even just accept the thoughts that come in you know yeah um love you know love your body and what you've got yeah (laughs) you know that whole the whole gratitude practicing has been a real interesting one i can't remember oh i read incredible book brenny brown daring greatly Mm-hmm. And she talked about like when all these negative thoughts come in, having the counter thought, thought to that was a gratitude thought. Um, I can't can't remember how she termed it now, but it, it's really quite extraordinary. You know, your mind goes off into this like this is this sucks, or you know this is going to happen, or, and then you catch it and you counter it with a gratitude thought about that process or what's going on, and it's it really reframes it. Yeah, you know? the mind is wild. Obviously, you know, <laughs> I was going through some crazy stuff last week. And like the idea of getting into the sea and then we got into the sea today and it felt like a very different experience. Oh my God, so good. Last week, it was just all about oh my God, it's so kind tough. of <laughs> dealing with it. And not even that it's tough. It's like, I'm just going to go in there and, mm. you know, I'm not going to get cold because I'm stronger than the world <laughs> and all of this stuff. And then this week, particularly today, and, and even yesterday, just going in with a really different mindset. And last week, I, I mean, the thoughts I was having like the world was ending (laughs) and they just come and go don't they they come and go i didn't really want to do any training but i went there your one was a bit miserable 
but then it I could see how it's really easy to sit in those thoughts mm. in the and the on the opposite end of the scale it's really easy to see why people just want to go and experience the, the yeah. highs all the time well uh, do we uh, you know the one that we just said earlier on the quote you know everybody's looking to cut the corners and it clearly creates more suffering yeah. like you can you know <laughs> cut the corners and not deal with the shit that you that you have to deal with yeah. it's coming up again and again and again yeah. until you deal with it yeah and it always seems to come out in a physical yeah well just a degenerative way whether mm-hmm. it's phys- physical or mental yeah um, and that feels like it segues into next week's yes yes podcast, so. which is kind of this felt like an introduction into where well we recorded we 10 is. podcasts on this trip didn't we yeah and um they definitively split into a group of four and a group of six yeah and so the four beginning with this one um jamie will yeah tony yeah. molina tony molina of the rewire project which is really about systemic health movement and well i think there's one question he said which is do you want to thrive or do you want to survive most people want to thrive and he lays out a very compelling protocol for thriving which ticks many boxes that people that seem to be in the zeitgeist at the moment ice movement vision neurology breath work adventure um movement it's a really great one that i think this one goes out there tony comes back in and in a way gives you the tools yeah to to build on that and then the following two arthur joseph arthur joseph the vocal awareness coach which is how you communicate your story and purpose with the world which is that was probably the most moving of all the podcasts mm. for us, for yeah. both of us. Yeah. Uh, and then Ron Kauk, which feels like it was a r- reflection I, on a life well-lived doing what you love. Well, it's just like sitting with an elder, wasn't it? And yeah. just being, not schooled, because that would imply uh, uh, aggressive, but but being gifted like a, a lifetime's reflect, reflection and yeah. a lifetime's wisdom. And, and like, gifting him wow. the space just to yeah. riff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and we riffed. <laughs> we, riffed we riffed on hours. day one for six hours, and then we realised that we didn't get any of it. We should we have record been recording it. that. Um, so, so we, we did we a shortened version for about an hour, yeah. and an hour and a bit. Yeah. So that's how we're going to flow, and then following on are really uh, contemporary examples of people living in this world, which, yeah. is, which is quite, yeah, which is fun from many people that we really, really respect. Um, so yeah, so that's we move we're kind of going along this idea of a complete human experience and well yeah well we said it and we didn't really know why we said it but we moved to feel alive we knew it made us feel alive but we didn't know why it makes us feel alive and it feels like now two years in we're we're flowing this idea through um which is really exciting for us so thank you for listening let us know what you think in comments and instagram us and um yeah everything's on youtube now so we move world is our channel and thank you peace